Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Another episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I'm so excited about this show. But first, I had a busy night last night at the Columbus Civic Center called the Men and Women's Team for the Columbus Rapids. A very good experience. I had fun calling those games. Here's a clip of one of my broadcasts. This was the goal by Ethan Allure that made it 2 0 against Rome. Torricelli's got the lone goal here for the Rapids. Over to Ethan Allure. There's a shot. A score! Ethan Allure! First goal of the season for Ethan Allure, 2-0 Rapids. Oh, that was beautiful. Taking the shots when you can find them, always key. And he saw the opportunity straight out in front of goal. One touch, make the shot. What a shot. What a shot indeed at the 12.30 mark here in the second period. And the men's team gets the victory, first victory of the season by defeating the Rome Gladiators 3-2. Got a little tight toward the end, but the men were able to get it done. The women fell to the Rome Gladiators, a very good Gladiators team that put up 11 goals against Fayetteville. They fell to the Gladiators 4-2. Olivia Jarrell back in action, scoring two goals. She's the leading goal scorer for the Columbus Rapids women's team with five on the year. Don't forget, Thursday morning we will feature... The second episode of Columbus Rapids Weekly, myself and Matt Austin will have a special guest, head coach of the women's team, Miguel Galindo, will be on that episode. You don't want to miss it. So I have branched off and I have started a new podcast dedicated to the Columbus Rapids. It's taken off. My audience has doubled in size compared to the podcast that I've been doing for two years, and I almost have 300 episodes. It's funny how you just stick to one topic and it just takes off like wildfire. So we have a very good show today as Matthew Stafford exercises playoff demons as the Los Angeles Rams advance to the divisional round to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by defeating the Arizona Cardinals 34-11. to The Rams were up 28 to nothing. Kyler Murray threw a pick six. It wasn't a perfect game, but clearly... Kyler Murray in his first NFL playoff start was not ready for the bright lights. And the Arizona Cardinals are eliminated. They started off the season hot and they they couldn't get any breaks. And their season is over and the Rams will take on the Buccaneers. I'm looking forward to that divisional playoff. I will preview the divisional playoff games all throughout the week. The MLK Day games yesterday. The Atlanta Hawks got a big win by defeating the defending champs. The Milwaukee Bucks, that's their, that's their second win over the Bucks. This, I don't know. I, I can't tell what to expect from the Hawks. Just when I think that they're buried and the season is over and they need to start rebuilding and looking for the draft, Trey Young scores 30 points. They got to get more contribution from 
the other players. DeAndre Hunter, 20 points. He needs to come back. Danilo Gallinari, 16 points. Onyeka Okongru in a starting role, 36 minutes with 12 points. They really need to get him more involved. He clearly has been a disappointment. I mean, injury prone. He had a couple of moments in the playoffs last year. But the sixth overall pick from two drafts ago needs to step up. And this team needs to be built around Trey Young. They can't have just role pieces. Lou Williams, I'm disappointed. He he comes back for probably his final season, and he's not giving that energy that he once had in the playoffs last year. This is a much different team than the team that reached the Eastern Conference Final. And it's just an easy move to give the job to the interim coach, Nate McMillan, but there was a reason why he was an interim coach. Maybe it's a reflection on how bad of a job that Lloyd Pierce did as a coach when he was fired last year for going 14-20. and 20. I would like to see the Hawks sneak into the playoffs because the NBA is a lot better when your superstars are playing in the playoffs, and Trey Young is a superstar. He just needs to get some pieces around him. So Kevin Durant is going to be out four to six weeks as he has an MCL sprain. This is not news. I mean, he'll be ready for the playoffs, and that's really what it's all about. Who cares about the regular season, right? I mean, LeBron clearly doesn't care about the regular season, although he is playing more minutes than he's ever played in his career, and he's trying to carry the Lakers, in which they got a surprising victory over the Utah Jazz. I can't, I don't know what to expect from the Lakers. LeBron scores 25. The Lakers snap a three-game losing streak. It was just a weird game all around, but the Lakers are now at 500. I'm going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies with Brad Page. They defeated the Bulls 119 to 106, 31 and 15 on the year. Right now, the Memphis Grizzlies have the third seed. They're only a game and a half behind the Gold State Warriors and four and a half games behind the Phoenix Suns, which looks like they're running away with the Western Conference. And how nice would it be if Chris Paul is able to get a championship finally with This Phoenix Suns team that did not look very good without Chris Paul. Once Chris Paul was inserted into the lineup, Phoenix went to the NBA Finals. It's funny how a missing piece can be a veteran leader that has high IQ, that plays basketball the right way, and Phoenix just ran with it. And I think they had a 2-0 lead against the Bucs in the Finals. I think that the Phoenix Suns can win the NBA Finals this year. All right, I don't want to talk about college basketball on this show. Because over the weekend, Auburn defeated Ole Miss. They look like the best team in college basketball. They are projected to be a number one seed. They have a huge game in Auburn this Saturday against Kentucky. That is always a hot ticket. They will take on Georgia tomorrow. Georgia has been one of the most disappointing teams in college basketball. 5-12 and record. Are you kidding me? Tom Crean needs to go. I expect better play from the Georgia Bulldogs basketball team who got embarrassed on Saturday against Vanderbilt in front of a crowd that just got over a parade for their national championship winning football team. You go into Stegman Coliseum and you get embarrassed by the Vanderbilt Commodores. Unacceptable, Georgia. Georgia basketball needs to get their act together and the athletic director who 
I know they just won a national championship of football. That's great. The athletic director looks like a genius, but you need to fire Tom Crean because he's not the right coach. Never should have got rid of Mark Fox. That was a huge misfire by the Georgia Bulldogs. So they will take on Auburn tomorrow night on ESPNU. Auburn is currently 16-1, and and the new rankings came out, and they are ranked second. I think they should be ranked first. But if you look at the college basketball rankings, the new rankings came out. Gonzaga is ranked number one in the AP Top 25 at 14-2. and two. The Auburn Tigers right behind them at 16-1. and one. If Auburn gets a number one seed, it just depends on what the path is going to look like. It's easier to at least make it to the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight if you have a number one seed because sometimes you'll have a dangerous seven, a dangerous six. That can get in the way. But if Auburn gets a number one seed, I like their chances to at least reach the Elite Eight. And why not Auburn? Why can't Auburn win an NCAA basketball title? We haven't had a Blue Blood win the NCAA basketball title since North Carolina did it in 2018. We've had Baylor. We've had Virginia. These aren't Blue Bloods. A tough weekend for Baylor. They lost their second straight game, and they fall in the rankings all the way down to number five. They were the number one team in the country. So looking at your AP Top 25 in college basketball, Gonzaga one, Auburn 2, Arizona Ranked third, Purdue fourth, Baylor fifth, Duke at 14 and two, ranked sixth, Kansas at 14 and two, ranked seventh. You got to watch out for those blue bloods. UCLA, they had a tough defeat against Oregon. Wisconsin is eight, UCLA nine, as they had a tough defeat against Oregon and they fall all the way down six spots. The Houston Cougars that made it to the final four last year at uh, 15 and two, they've never had this run since Phi Slamma Jamma. Good for the Houston Cougars. Villanova at 11 and Kentucky, ranked 12th, has a big contest against the Auburn Tigers. This game is going to be on CBS. Tickets will probably go on sale on StubHub for about $120 to see this game. That for an Auburn basketball game, that, that's what we're talking about because they're playing Kentucky. I'm excited. This is going to be a very busy Saturday for me as I'm calling a basketball game for Russell County. They take it on Eufaula. I'm probably going to go over and watch the 49ers and the Packers in the divisional game. I'll have eyeballs on the Auburn-Kentucky game. It's going to be very cool, and hopefully I could get a good show going and I could get some guests as well. Well, I think it's about time that we take a break. Yeah! Stick around. Welcome back to the show. I have a special announcement here on the Sports Beat as Brad Page will be joining me as a guest on tomorrow's show, so you don't want to miss it. My former co-host from the Up All Night show, and we're back at it doing a podcast together. We're going to preview the Titans-Bengals upcoming divisional round playoff game in the AFC and talk a little bit about that Memphis Grizzlies game on MLK Day on Monday. So we do have some local sporting events to cover. Of course, the Columbus State men and women's team will take on Lander at the Lumpkin Center tomorrow. And we also have a big game in the USA South as LaGrange College is taking on Piedmont. They're back at it. They've had some games postponed because of COVID. They'll be back at the Mariotti Gym up in LaGrange if you want to check out a basketball game tonight. So we had quite a few sporting events happen over the weekend. I watched that Georgia parade. That parade was bigger than the Braves parade. And what a cool moment for the University of Georgia. Nolan Smith will come back for a senior season. 
but they are losing Zamir White, Nicobe Dean, and Jordan Davis to the NFL draft. JT Daniels is also entering the transfer portal. So who will be the starting quarterback for the University of Georgia in 2022? It might be Stetson Bennett. He still has one year left of eligibility. The Georgia Bulldogs will kick off the 2022 season in the Chick-fil-A kickoff against the University of Oregon. Looking forward to that game because Oregon, with Dan Lanning as their head coach, Bo Nix is now the Oregon quarterback. That's going to be an exciting game and to watch the defending national champions for the 2022 season. And don't count out Georgia. They're going to be right there with Alabama at the end of the year. I expect them to win the SEC East and at least compete for the college football playoff because they have a loaded team. They have top recruiting classes every year. So it's expected that Georgia is going to come back and be stronger than ever. So we do have the divisional playoff games this weekend, starting with that first game, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are an early three and a half favorite. I expect that line to move up, especially if the Titans get Derrick Henry back. They're in a good spot. I think the Bengals have some flaws. Joe Burrow, he wins his first playoff game. That's great. But the Las Vegas Raiders had a lot of turmoil but I expect the Titans to win that game. The Saturday night game, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Green Bay Packers, and this rivalry dates back to the early 90s, and I remember it well, starting with the 1995 NFL playoffs where the 49ers were favorites over the Packers, and Green Bay went into San Francisco and beat them 27-17. to That's how the rivalry started, and it finished with the NFC Championship game in 2019. Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 versus the 49ers in the playoffs. But if you look back at the history, the Packers owned the 49ers up until the catch part two in 1998. And yes, Jerry Rice fumbled. There was no instant replay yet. Instant replay was not implemented until the following season. But yes, Jerry Rice did fumble on that drive. But Terrell Owens... With the catch, the 49ers exercised demons and they got over the hump and they defeated the Packers in the 1998 playoffs. It was actually the year 1999, but it was the 1998 season. And the 49ers lost to the Atlanta Falcons in the playoffs, 20-18. to Wasn't a pretty game. And that was the end of the 49ers dynasty. It was done. Then they came back, surprisingly, Came back in 2001 and lost to the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau, 25-15. to It wasn't until the 2012 season that the 49ers met the Packers in the playoffs once again. A great game back and forth. Colin Kaepernick breaks the rushing record for a quarterback with over 180 yards. They meet Green Bay again in the playoffs in 2013 in Lambeau, one of the coldest games in history. And the 49ers were able to win that game as well. So Aaron Rodgers has got some demons to exercise of his own. And he has got to find a way to defeat the 49ers. We still don't know the status of Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. But hopefully they would play. And I expect the 49ers to give Green Bay a game. Green Bay is favored by five and a half. I mean, this is the year. Green Bay has got to go to the Super Bowl this year. The path is clear for them. 
And the 49ers are one of these teams that just won't go away. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not done yet being the 49ers quarterback. I don't expect him back next year. I think he'll go to a team like Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, a team that needs a quarterback. They'll give the 49ers a first-round pick. Philadelphia's got three first-round picks in this year's draft. I'm excited about that game. Now moving on to the Sunday games as the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams did beat the Buccaneers, but that was in L.A. The Buccaneers are banged up. We don't know the status of Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin. Tom Brady has got a lot of weapons that are out. But can Tom Brady get yet another playoff win over a quarterback that only has one playoff win? This is going to be a very good game. But I expect the Buccaneers to win. And then the game of the weekend is the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. The two most electrifying quarterbacks in the league, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. In perspective, these two quarterbacks are the most talented quarterbacks in the league. It is a rematch of the 2021 AFC Championship game. And Kansas City right now is the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. So I expect them to win this game. It's going to be very close. Might even be a shootout. But that would set up for a great AFC title game between the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, do I give the Bengals a shot to beat the Titans? Anything's possible. I mean, the Titans were inconsistent in the regular season, losing to the Jets and losing to the Houston Texans. But the Bengals are in a territory they haven't been in over 30 years. Winning a divisional game and making it back to the AFC Championship for the first time since the 1988 season when they went to the Super Bowl to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Bengals fans deserve this. They are passionate But I think the road ends on Saturday against Tennessee, especially if Derrick Henry plays. I think it's a game changer if Derrick Henry plays. Well, that is all the time I have on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook page. And I hope that everybody has a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.